Welcome to Talk That Shit Podcast, where culture intersects with sports, politics, entertainment, and lifestyle. Welcome back, welcome back, welcome back. Talk That Shit Podcast. It's your boy, Freeze, with my homegirl, Dandris. How you doing today? I'm not complaining. How y'all doing? Oh, man, I, I definitely not going to complain, but I got a lot to complain about. Uh, and also, my homie G Kai, what's going on, G? Uh, not too much. What's happening, people? Hey, I I propose something. I think we need to uh, move headquarters to Dallas. You know, I hosted everybody here a couple weeks ago, and that's with the plan to get everybody to move to damn Texas. So anyway, <laughs> what you think about that, Wait, Andrews? I'm yeah. sorry. Let's go back. You did oh, what? A couple I already, weeks ago? I already, uh, I, I, you know what? I'm sorry. What I'm, happened? I'm sorry. <laughs> I forgot. You I did. Forgot I'm a, sorry. You did what? What's the what's the adjective that you? I want to make sure I heard it clearly. Say it again. Uh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I am sorry, master of semantics. I said that I hosted everyone, but I did not mean literally. Well, who who, who did you host, and for what purposes? Well, the Detroit Lions <laughs> played the Dallas Cowgirls here. In Texas, so a lot of my Detroit brethren, good friends, brothers, came <laughs> down to partake in a Sunday full of football madness. Oh, well, I guess my invitation is being delayed due to COVID-19. <laughs> I sent you oh, yours, man. but you said that you are not the type of person that likes to get flued out. So, oh, <laughs> therefore, oh, you missed the festivities, but that's okay. <laughs> don't worry, there'll be another game, they'll play again, maybe not yes, four man. years from now, but they're gonna play. Don't you worry. <laughs> hey, man, man, man. I want to see right. Jerry's world. I can't believe you didn't invite me, but it's cool. I see how it is, and I must admit that Jerry's world is freaking. Ridiculous. That's all I can say. Ridiculous. Well, well, nothing else, nothing less for America's team. <laughs> right, right, right. No, no, no wins. You know. Right, right. No wins. Right. No well, wins. I mean, they, they're winning now. Less. They're winning now, but they're gonna end up. They, they're gonna end up doing the same thing. Well, that's a whole other story. I almost had a got into a fight too. But hey, you know, don't worry about that. <laughs> right. We'll talk about that later. Oh man. But yeah. All right. Speaking of fights and stuff like that, man. Yeah, Gerald, don't be up there. Well, he wasn't white, so he wasn't black, so rather. So, um, yeah, I was say, we don't need no more black-on-black violence, man. I'm so tired of all these rappers dying violently. You know what I'm saying? I don't think, you know, 30, 30 and under, can, can a black man live a long life? That's it. You know what I'm saying? Like, all these rappers, you know, rest in peace to take off, who got killed last night or this morning, so to speak. Um, You had, you know... So many extation. Um, what's my man name? Pop Smoke, um, PNB Rock. Um, what's my man in Texas? G. What's his name? Um, Mo Three. Mo Three. You know, yeah. it's just Young Dolph. Young Dolph. Oh yeah, and it's just, it's just, it just hurts my heart because it's like, man, you're talented. 
and still let the streets catch you. You know what I'm saying? I thought, but but you know, but are they though? Like, I mean, are they letting the streets catch them? They they're literally doing, for the most part, everyday normal stuff, and they're being killed in the actions of just going about the business of life. Like, are they though? In some say, instances, mm-hmm. in some instances, but, yes. Okay, and in, in others, not victim no. Blaming. I don't want to victim blame, but two thirty in the morning, you're a rich nigga. You shouldn't be shooting dice on the street. I'm sorry, uh, I'm not who, doing that. Well, who was shooting dice on the street? Quavo is supposedly shooting dice on the street. I, I, so that's what I'm telling you. That is now. So that is, talk, that so, is not the story now. Okay. They're, they're so, saying they're saying they're saying that there actually was this was this was not well. Let me put it to you like this: the word down here in Texas, and it's probably starting to filter out. Is this this was not over a dice game? So it had nothing to do with a with a dice game. <clears throat> so that's the that is what TMZ reported. But the people who were kind of there, they were like, nah, this wasn't about a dice game. So mm. I agree with you. If he were if they were indeed shooting dice like that, then yeah, at some point in time you gotta, you know, you gotta level up, meaning based on your status and your stature, a certain shit that you can no longer do. Out in the street, okay. like you know, but but with that being said, hell, I know people who are not famous whatsoever. That's then got damn near robbed, shot, killed, and stabbed over a dice game in the hood. Yeah, exactly, that's what I'm saying. right. Yeah. Right. So I was gonna say, when you come to a point now. Here's the thing. Now, what, like I said, all this stuff is speculation. But they were outside of the bowling alley when it happened. They weren't inside. They were leaving the bowling alley to go to the strip club. Okay. So what's the story? What is the story in Dallas or whatnot? I, I saw the video and I was too hard to find because the video I saw, I saw Quavo getting hit, getting socked. And after that, that's when the shots rang out. So, so, so I want you to think about it like this. This is the, this is the understanding. So okay. supposedly this stemmed from something that transpired in the fifth ward earlier that day. Now, earlier that day, Quavo was riding around with Jazz Prince, Jay Prince's son, and they were in the Fifth Ward because he says it mm-hmm. in the video. I'm not exactly sure what transpired, but still. So you got Jazz's security detail, mm-hmm. right? Mob Ties. Mm-hmm. Mob Ties is associated with, with Jay Prince Jr., Jazz's Jay brother. Uncle. Yeah, Jazz's huh. brother, right. Right. So his mm-hmm. brother. So... I want you to think about it like this. I was telling everybody, I said, it was really, it wasn't necessarily two different factions. It was really two factions under the same umbrella. So, I mean, I know this is not accurate, but I'm just saying, so think about, you got Bad Boy, right? And you got 112 and Jagged Edge. I know Jagged Edge wasn't one Bad Boy. I'm just using this as an example, right? Mm -hmm. So, yeah, they both are under the Bad Boy label. But they both got their own separate entourages and they both mm-hmm. do their own separate shit. So they might be together at something because it's a bad boy function, but it could still be bad blood between the two of them. So, gotcha. so my understanding is Jazz Prince's security was there because they were there with Quavo and mm-hmm. Mob Ties were there too, right? Mm-hmm. And somehow, because you this, this last video right. where you can see... 
Quavo was arguing. He's like, man, no, you know, you know, I think he got upset about something. Supposedly, supposedly too, Shakur Stevens is standing there too. Right. And supposedly somebody made some sort of joke about him boxing now and trying to throw hands. And he was like, nah, man, you ain't gonna disrespect me like that. And he was like, shit, but you know, cool. He's like, but you we you talking about hooping. You saw me hoop the other day. Like, I ain't we ain't talking, this ain't about basketball. This ain't about mm-hmm. basketball. So according to eyewitnesses, he really was trying to like calm stuff down initially. And then he mm-hmm. got kind of heated too. And then the dude threw the punch, whoever that was, the, the dude right. threw a punch, and that's when all the shots rang out. Right. But it wasn't necessarily, it wasn't like over, they made it sound like it was they were shooting game. dice. Right. They were shooting craps yeah. outside. And then he said something about $7,000, and then they mm-hmm. no. shots rang out. No, nah, that's actually no not what happened. Damn. That's, yeah. Damn. So it, it really, it's really, it's even sadder when you think about it like that mm-hmm. because I am certain at this point now, I, I don't know if the police will ever find out, but I mm-hmm. am certain that Jay Prince now knows who shot him or oh, yeah. who's, who started firing. Has mm-hmm. to be, has to know. Agreed, agreed, agreed. Well, yeah, thanks for that uh, that breakdown. Um, but yet and still, like, if it's a fight, fight. You know what I'm saying? Take it back to the 80s. Squabble. Like, nah, you know, fight. Don't do that no more. I know, but but like my man said it Friday, but you get to live and fight another day. You know yeah. what I'm saying? You know, I'd rather take an ass whooping than a bullet. Shit. <laughs> you know what I'm yeah. saying? I, I mean, so, you can see- but in large part, what you have, though, is a generation of young men and women that just cannot control their emotions. They do not know how to navigate scenarios and situations in which they can't just communicate or whatever that looks like. And it's not new, but it feels like, and I don't have any data to support this. So this is just dangerous talking. Mm-hmm. It feels like it's just ramping up. It feels like it's more egregious. It feels like it's more hostile with these younger people. And I'm talking under 30 mm-hmm. and you often, it's like, wait, what just happened? How, how, again, we had a simple disagreement. Somebody threw a punch and then now somebody is shooting. Yeah, right. And now somebody dead, right? Mm-hmm. And so you see this in all factions of life that there is no conflict resolution. Mm-hmm. Everything is toxic masculinity. It's all ego driven. And I mean, you have to be a pretty special character now to make it in that industry unscathed. You almost mm-hmm. have to do it in a way where you're sort of boxed off and you don't communicate with anybody. When you think about it, like how Kendrick Lamar is very isolated in his space or J. Mm -hmm. Cole is very, like they came to being in their twenties and Mm thirties, but they didn't have, they, they just didn't, they knew. And maybe it's because they had different mentors, the privilege of not having to live that life because you don't come out of that unscathed. I I just think we have a, just, just young people who just cannot manage their emotions in a healthy way. And you're going to continue to see this all the time. Unfortunately, this will not be the last death that we'll talk about um, because we don't have the supports in place. I just feel like some of them just need hugs. It's like, what can, can I give you a hug so you can release some of this? 
because they're so angry. I don't know if you've had a chance to talk to a young person, but if you spend some time with young, they're so angry. And you're just like, what the fuck are you so mad about? Like, right. are you typing to me on your $1,200 phone and putting your, I, oh, right. your MacBook in your book, in your Gucci book bag? Like, what are you so upset about? Um, yeah. It's just, it's, that's what I'm seeing. That's what this feels like. It's just a lack of control. And there's so many black bodies six feet under or behind bars because somebody could not control their emotions. And until we figure out or find a way as a community to resolve that, we're going to continue to have this problem. And that's what saddens me. There is no legitimate solution to this. Well, I think it is a solution, whether we follow it or not, is the fact that people don't value life. You know, if you value something, you're going to protect it and you're going to see it flourish. People don't value, you know, not people, but it seems like younger people don't value life. You know what I'm saying? Um, I'm not going to blame that. Like I saw gangster rap gang. If gangster rap was really that influential, I would have caught a thousand bodies, a thousand bodies. Gerald included would have caught a thousand bodies if gangster rap was really the cause of this. You know what I'm saying? I don't like that scapegoat. I hate hearing it. Well, like, like like Jay said, Scarface the movie did more damage to me than Thank Scarface. You. I mean, for sure. Thank you. Thank you. And that's what I'm about to say. Movies, the audio visual is more learning than audio. It's simple as that. You will learn, you monkey see, monkey do. That's the reason why that phrase is out here. If you see it, you got to listen to it and have a great imagination to do it what a rap ser- rapper says about. But if you seeing it happen in these movies and, and all this stuff, especially the news, the other thing is I'm so tired of the media. I'm going to go back to that around a tangent. But quit showing black bodies dying. I'm mad. I clicked on one video when I was trying to find out what happened and actually saw him get shot and laying down on the ground and Quavo crying. Well, I'm tired but- of that. They desensitizing us. That's the reason that's what I'm saying. They desensitize us to the killings of us. That's why I said we don't have a value on it because we see it. And it's like second nature. It's like, oh, another black guy dead. So we don't value our lives. And once yeah. we start putting value on life, and once we start appreciating that and putting a value on that, saying that that's my brother, that's this, and I value your life, so I would not want to kill you or end your life, that starts with training from home, I guess. But we have so, to do it. Start somewhere. Yeah, I, I, so I agree with everything you said. I, I do. Mm-hmm. I disagree with one small point, though. Mm-hmm. It, we it, we talked about things that are generational in nature, and mm-hmm. us seeing people dead and shot yeah. and killed—that is more generational than it is the the media. Because what no NBC Five wasn't out there when that shit happened. That's true. We were. Yeah. Right. So yeah. we took out our camera and we filmed him being shot like that. And right. when I say we, I'm talking about yeah. us yeah. as African Americans. And mm-hmm. then we said, TMZ, I got the footage. Or so right. uh, so my point is, I'm not mad at TMZ for getting the footage. I'm mad at us for having for that individual having the audacity to take it in the first place, given the situation or the scenario. Do you have to know how low of a human being you have to be to see the type of despair that has to be happening when someone is losing a loved one right in front of them? 
And the only thing you can think to do is pull out your cell phone and record it. Like, do you have to understand how low of a human being? Like, I don't even know if you should be called a human being. Like, could you have called the ambulance? Could you have called for support? Like, what, what other things of value could you have added to a very unfortunate situation other than... I'm going to record this. Right. Um, I just, it doesn't make sense to me. I, I don't understand. I'll never understand it. But I, I know that people do, and for no pun, they do anything for clout. True. And L- listen. The, the, the piggyback what you said is, you didn't even videotape the person shooting. So you couldn't even be, you couldn't even be helpful to the fucking case. You know what I'm saying? If if you're going to do that, be helpful. Get pictures of the motherfuckers who are out there. Don't fucking just video. You know what I'm saying? Don't visit the, the trauma. We see enough trauma every day. Do something helpful if you're going to do this dumb shit. Listen, you know? about 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 to, to add on that, which I thought was just ridiculous. About three weeks ago here, maybe even four now, but three or four weeks ago in Fort Worth, four young men it was it was now it was a it was a weed deal going bad but four young men in a in a SUV they all get they well three of them get shot in the car and pass away right there and the other one the fourth one makes it out ends up leaving but he ends up passing away later uh. there were pictures going around everywhere of them three dudes in the car dead I mean, I'm talking about my man, one guy shot in his neck like this. The other dude, the other, I'm sorry, the other dude slumped over and the other dude slumped over in the back seat. And, and that, and that, and that picture circulated everywhere. And the point that I'm trying to make is that wasn't the news, right? Right. That was, yeah. that was us as was black us. people who went and said, we're going to take pictures of this. And video it, and then we gonna send it all out. Like I just don't get that. But once again, I think that's generational. And I know we were talking about gangster rap. Now I'm about to delve into something else here though too. But I think the in terms of the value or the lack thereof of value of life, mm-hmm. I'm gonna hate to say this. We might think it's kind of controversial, but I'm going to say that I feel like some video games have contributed. Like Call of Duty. Oh yes. Because yes. because because now, yes, killing in Call of Duty, you don't see it as I just killed somebody. You see nope. it as like I just scored, like my score has yep. gone higher. So now, mm-hmm. and I'm not saying we didn't have shooting games too. We had like uh, Commando <laughs> and Duck <laughs> Command, Hunt, right, right, <laughs> right. But it, but it, but it, but it wasn't Contra. Yeah, we didn't have. It wasn't with this type of vividness. No. And, in, and in and in most no, no. cases, it was in regard like commando and contra and all that you were trying to save somebody you weren't just walking around coming around hey he on my six talking to other people you know kill this person i just think that Mm -hmm. i do think that that has contributed to this society thinking like oh i can just go shoot people and i'm not really killing somebody i'm getting a new ar-15 because i can just walk through (laughs) that now and that's the gun that i get like i Mm -hmm. i don't I just, I mean, cause I heard all that. We heard gangster rap and right. we had games like that, but I didn't walk outside and be like, I'm about to just buzz a cap in this motherfucker cause I want to. <laughs> right. Yeah. I think there's a whole element missing here. I think if you look at the statistics, you will 
typically see that the young people that are committing crimes, typically of this nature, all have similar demographic stories. You can just about pinpoint what they are um, before they even walk in your courtroom. Like, you know what this is getting ready to be. Not to say that, you know, you don't have certain kids of certain calibers committing crimes, right? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But by and large, you typically can almost to the T kind of figure out what's going to be happening, right? Um, and I think what people don't spend enough time talking about, right? We can talk about the video games. We can talk about rap music. We can talk about movies. But no one really talks about the impact of poverty and how oh, yeah. poverty oh, yeah. really is the driving factor and force to all things social ills, right? Yeah. So mm -hmm. you, too, may have been playing video games and shooting and killing and may have not have been desensitized to it because when you got finished playing your game, you put your remote down and you went to your table with your family and you have a full meal, right? Mm -hmm. When you think about some of these individuals and some of these young children, when they are done playing that game, they're, they're hungry. They're hungry. They're going to take whatever they can get from whomever they can get it from. They're starving, right? So mom ain't around, daddy ain't around. They got three, four sisters, whatever the issue may be that they're having to take care of because they are in the midst of this impoverished space. Again, I'm not saying that this is always the case, but when you typically look at what youthful offenders, their demographic background, you can typically trace the impacts of poverty to the decisions that they make. And it's very easy to talk about video games and movies and because those are things that we can point to and say, it's that. It's more difficult to have a conversation about poverty because then that requires us to look at social programs, social construction. Right. What can what needs to be done to eradicate this, right? Mm -hmm. I am a huge advocate of black children getting quality education because you know once they don't, you can pretty much see the trajectory of what's gonna happen to a kid that drops out of high school, particularly in the inner city. You know what this is gonna look like. So I, I'm all for what Call of Duty does. I'm all for what, you know, all these, well, I, I'm all for that. I think there's places in, to have good discussion about the impacts of that. But none of that compares to the life that the that children are living in, in impoverished circumstances that we're not dealing with. So I, I so I, I agree with that. But the only reason that I, I say what I, what I said is because when you take a look now, I want you to think about this. If we were to look back and say that most of the, most of the crimes committed were from individuals who came from impoverished, you know, backgrounds, if we if we said that in the eighties and maybe even in the nineties, that that would probably be accurate. But the reason I I mentioned the video games portion of it is because. Now you see a lot of middle class white kids yeah. go out and shoot shit up. Mass murder. Well, you which, see which, them which, in which, mass which... in mass shootings. You don't right. see them in turf wars, you know, gang I violence. Agree. Because right. yeah, you so right. so mass, I, I, I'm looking at a mass shooting different, right? I'm looking at those very differently because I think those have some other elements. But when you're talking about you know, turf wars in Chicago, all of that stems from them. Most of them, when they, you know, do sit down and talk, trying to find family. 
Oh, right? I agree That's with that. A, a yeah. lot of that stems from I'm trying to find family. I'm trying to find connection. I'm trying to yeah. find my, uh, my see myself in something else. And if this right. is the only thing that's going to accept me, that's different. A mass shooter, that, that, that's, I, I'm going to separate them from the conversation that we're having because that happens and it's awful anytime it happens. But more often than not, we're not talking about a mass shooter. The 16 people that got shot over, you know, over the weekend in Chicago, that wasn't a mass shooting. Those was 14 different shootouts that happened over the weekend. And I bet you if you sit down and look at the profiles of all the individuals that were arrested or, you know, the police apprehend, you can just about trace and see how they got to where they are. Yeah. So again, I'm open to conversations about video games, movies, all of that. But what I will tell you is you have white kids playing these video games, watching these movies, and they're not responding like that mm-hmm. because their social outcomes are different. Well, see, and I and I agree. I but I think that they I think that they are responding as well. They're just responding in a different manner. Like in their case they're not responding out of an out of a necessity in terms of the necessity of getting food or finding familial like ties or bonds they are responding out of the fact that they say oh this is normalized i can go out here and shoot people up and they don't have they they also do not have a regard for life is is what i'm saying and i'm saying and i'm saying you, that, that i guess yeah. We're not disagreeing. You know what? We're not disagreeing. We're talking about two separate things. No, yeah. not two se- we're not even talking about two separate things. We're really just talking about proportionality, right? Mm-hmm. The 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 proportion of white students that are white children that are going out committing mass shootings is far less than the day to day violence that we're seeing yes. in our inner yeah. cities. Yes, amongst our black. So we're really just talking about when you look statistically. When we have mass shootings, they're terrible. They're there, and they're, I don't want to underestimate. I mean, undercut the impact of a mass shooting to a community. We had one in Michigan, right? It's sad. It's mm-hmm. awful. It's tragic. But then compare that to just put it against the t- the statistics of how many people the city of Detroit lost to gun violence in the same comparative time. Right. Um. And and you're going to find some some glaring distinctions there. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like you said, we. But not I think it's easy. I, I, but I think that's the, in my opinion, that's the Jedi mind trick that leadership and government tries to play to be like, look at the videos, look at the movie, look at mm-hmm. that. No, 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 no. Look at how you cut funding for education. Look at how right. you cut funding for free childcare. Look mm-hmm. at how you cut funding for you know any after school social programs, after school programs. Music. Look at, Look at how you refuse yeah. to fix the parks around these communities. Look mm-hmm. at how when you tell somebody to pull themselves up by the bootstraps and now they make a measly $15 an hour, you kick them off of Medicaid. So now they don't have You insurance. will not talk about Clarence Thomas. <laughs> <laughs> so that's what I'm saying. So it's easy mm-hmm. to attack these things. But yes. the real, but think about if we really dealt with the, the legitimate undercurrents of what's happening what impacts we could make what what would it look like right and so that's i'm always open to these alternate discussions but they feel like illusions to me because i know what the legitimate issues are yeah yeah i guess my thing though is too i mean we had like the point i'm trying to make is we grew up in a time where there was poverty as well 
right? Mm-hmm. And people yeah. did and people did things out of that poverty drove them to do to do things. Mm-hmm. But it still feels, and to use your word, Dandridge, it feels like to me that things are different because those individuals, I still felt like, I'm not saying you didn't have some people who really didn't give a fuck and value life at all. Mm-hmm. But if an individual was hungry, for instance, then they might go break in somebody's house, but they break in the house and steal the food and not kill the people in there. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Or they rob a store and they take mm-hmm. the food and they wouldn't be trying to like take somebody's life. Or if they stole a car, they stole the car and you just got the fuck out the car because they needed the car for something else. Yeah, now, there's for sure, there's for sure a, just a, just lawlessness that's associated with what's happening now. I yeah. don't disagree with you. It's scary. Mm. But I think that's compounding and making the point that what we're dealing with is so far beyond the pale of a movie. Yeah. of a rap song that mm-hmm. is so much more deeper than that, that mm-hmm. those are surface level issues that are really aren't going to change what's happening. What you see is really savagery. Like it, it is. Yeah. I mean, in That's many exactly ways, what it is, it is. Exactly it's, it's, it. it's savagery. And you're like, wait, you're, you're like, I was just, I don't know how I went down a rabbit hole on the internet, but I was like, whatever happened to the pop smoke case? Cause I, you know, it was all this Stanford. Right. The person that's in currently incarcerated awaiting 15. trial, he's mm-hmm. 15 years old. Yeah, 15. He is 15 years old. And him and another person decided they were going to go rob and at that his, his house. Take, take his jury, right? And at I bet house. you, right, they're not going to release the information because he's a juvenile. But if some whatever way they, they decide to charge him as an adult, you get more information. I, I bet you dollars to donuts he will fit the profile of a child who probably lived an impoverished lifestyle because he didn't have, because there were all these ills that were not resolved for him, 100%. You know what pops, PMB, PMB Rock in the same way. Yeah, his father like, sent, his, yeah. sent his 16-year-old son in. His father sent his 16-year-old son into fucking Harold, uh, where I go, chicken and waffle to kill and rob PMB Rock. Yep. You, what the fuck kind of parent is you? Did you go send your son in to do that? I'd be damned if I send my son. If we anything, I'm gonna do it. I'm not gonna send him to go do it. And so that's the point that I'm making. It don't. I don't care how many Call of Duty games that that baby plays. <laughs> right. I don't care what. When you are enriched in something like that. It, it nothing else matters when that's your when that's your basis that's your foundation mm-hmm. yeah. it don't matter what video games you playing it don't matter how many times you watch scarface it yeah. good fellas all of that you you doom from the womb when you got that type of sociopathicness around you yeah. oh well, but that's, I, I, that, yeah that's a different story if you got a just a straight fool for a father that's gonna take you out to kill people then yes you're yeah. right but I, but what I'm saying is that's not funny I'm not laughing at that no, I'm, I'm not laughing at that saying, I'm just like we got a yeah. fool for a father yeah yeah I'm, I'm just still saying though no, like but I, I get just, your point yeah I just I just feel like we poverty has always been here and people have always done things not to this the, extent I, though not so what? it's different though now because think yeah. about it when we were growing up think about how many people in your community could send their children off to high quality colleges with 
a one family household income mm -hmm. or two family household income, but they all didn't have to have advanced degrees. How I grew up around so many people whose parents worked at Ford Chrysler or GM and they mm -hmm. lived a good quality life. You don't have that anymore. Mm -hmm. It doesn't exist anymore. It's all very much service-based work, minimum wage based work. And that struggle is not changing. But David, I, I can it, tell you I this. Think, oh, I know what I mean, Freeze, you can you, well, I'm I was not saying, gonna be lying. And it's also it's also exasperated because of social media. Because I believe also you're seeing what other people have now and people are bragging. If you ain't got these shoes, then you ain't shit. There you go. If now you that ain't got I this, would agree. You ain't shit. All now, so motherfuckers is feeling like yeah. I ain't shit because I ain't got those new Jordans, but that dude over there got them. You know what I'm saying? Or it's you all, ain't got I, this car. You know, I think it is I think it's really exploited by social media. You know what I'm it saying? off to me, it all fits together like pieces of a puzzle. Yeah. What yeah. what I'm uh, saying yeah. is you put you add you so you add you you look like making gumbo, you throw in a dash of poverty, a mm -hmm. dash of social media, right? Mm -hmm. A dash of video games and something else, and you come up with a fucking straight killer who has no regard right. for anything. They just want to get their shit and they just want to show everybody that they have it. Now, I was saying you got to add the dash of not feeling self, dash of poor self worth. You feeling well, worthless too? You know, add yes, that I, dash I'm too. I'm sure. That, I'm sure there's <laughs> several. There's several more ingredients to the gumbo. Oh, yeah. But you, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But you all, you all, you all catch so, my drift. Do yeah. they have any suspects in? Because I have to imagine that this place where they were at, I would have to assume it's some. It's a high quality establishment. There has to be cameras there. Or is, is that assumption a false one? Man. Well, they were outside. I'm not certainly, I'm not certain. I'm sure that there probably are. I'm not certain. There's already another video circulating of a of a gentleman that's standing there. I've seen gentlemen. Like he was just upstanding citizen. They're standing there. He very well may be. Who's standing there with a gun out yeah, while, while, yeah. while the discussion is going on. So right. the, I guess the point I'm trying to make is, it had clearly already when you see somebody standing with an unholstered gun already, then yeah. the it's conversation had hand. had clearly already reached a crescendo or was about to get out of hand. And <laughs> you know, I I just I don't I don't know. I I personally don't think that whoever this individual is will ever be prosecuted mm. in the court of law. Do I think that Jay Prince and so and other individuals will find? Well, I think they already know. Is my point? Yeah. Do yeah. I think that they will say? I'm not trying to tell you they're gonna take him in the back. You know, behind uh, take uh, take him into the uh, take him to the house and it's gonna be laid with plastic and you know they gonna <laughs> offer. Right. I don't think that that's gonna happen. But he will no longer be a part of anything that has to do with Jay Prince and them and rap a lot. And not just Jay, I'm not some saying Jay Prince, Jr. Jazz. And I bet you, I bet you, even though that ain't going to bring nothing back, Jay Prince and them going to end up paying Offset's family for the rest of their life or something crazy like that. But we'll never, I, I, I could be way off base, but I highly doubt in this particular instance, since it's, since it was, everybody was pretty much under the same umbrella. Unless they unless unless they just decide for the sake of rap a lot and everything else that somebody about to be a sacrificial lamb, we might not ever know. 
actually yeah. know. Yeah, yeah. Man, that was a great time. We got to go to our next one because uh, this one is really, the, the controversy behind this really, like, infuriates me. Um, with my man Kyrie Irving talking about anti-Semitic, anti-Semitic uh, statement. This motherfucker put so out. What did, what did he do? He put, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Start, he shared. I want to say. I want to say. He shared. The it's a it's a movie out on 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 Amazon Prime called From Hebrews to Negroes. Okay, and supposedly in this movie there are anti-Semitic views in there. He shared the video on his social media. You know, just saying, hey, you should check this out. Whoa! All of a sudden, he's anti-Semitic. He said nothing. He shared a video. Now, here's the thing. Because I'm just going to say it. I'm not going to, like, go super, super Marcus Garvey right now. But I also feel that way. But here's the thing. All In that video, it said, it shared some points of, some brought to light some things that might not be widely known. In that video and in the book, they say that some Jewish people capitalize off the slave trade it's true there were jewish slave traders it's true how is that anti-semitic when you're speaking the truth i don't know i don't know but it did not warrant and like at first Kyrie said i'm not apologizing then this is how you this is how i said anti-semitism ain't that damn bad because when you can go get shirts made up to saying about fight anti-Semitism uh, and you're at the court side on the fucking floor seats of the fucking game, you ain't, you, you ain't that fucking bad because I can't go and get no I can't breathe shirts made up and then go to the court side of the fucking piston game and wear that shit. Not, not, I don't have, I don't have that kind of power or that kind of money well, to do. Well, you, I'm just saying you, you don't, but that doesn't mean that there aren't black people who couldn't do that. Okay, but okay, name an instance when that has happened. Well, we that's a different argument. Right, that's what I'm saying. Decide, yeah, we just we just aren't so in that. Like Daniel said, that just means we didn't band together and do that shit. Agree, and did. that's the, and that, and I hear the thing though. They banded together and did that or whatnot. But I'm saying is that's not you not that fucking um powerless or that didn't hurt you to the point where it affected anything in your life. It didn't affect him sharing that video did not demean anyone. It did not hurt anyone. It didn't physically or mentally hurt anyone to, to share that video. The so, fact that he had to pay $500,000 to an anti-defamation club is fucking ridiculous. Flat out. Well, you have to as you have to read the room. And yeah. if you read if you read the room currently, when you got the artist formerly known as Kanye West out here just saying all types of crazy shit about Jewish individuals and things of that nature, whether you believe it to be true or not, he's saying a bunch of stuff and a bunch of people have he lost a billion dollars in a day. Two billion. So let me okay. ask a question but I'm just still about saying. that. I'm I'm sorry, because you say a bunch of crazy stuff other than I'm getting ready to go DEFCON 3 on Jewish people. Did he say anything else about Jewish people? There it is. Well, 
let me see. He made another statement recently, but I can't now. I'm drawing because basically, what it was, they, they, so they, I you have to put here. that statement in context. That statement right. was after Puffy caught him trying to get him to take some whatever and don't right. do this. And he said, "No, nah, them Jewish people had you call me." Right. And I, when I'm about to take a nap, and then when I wake up, I'm gonna go deaf country. So I want to know because I'm hearing yeah. this. Like Kanye just went all anti-Semitic. He's anti-Semitic, but I, I, I can't find other than that statement okay. i can't okay. find what he said because all like you just said Kanye's Kanye right. making all these statements and i want to know what that what is they were. So, so let me so let me back down he made one statement then okay? okay he made one statement which has everybody all a twitter okay the all death I'm saying so is, for clarity i'm asking it's the defcon three statement that has him in this hot water Yes. Okay. Yes. That that's what has him in, in hot water. Uh, okay. But he also didn't he say something on um he well we he didn't said hear something the about other Adidas. He, 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 he said, said he Adidas. said he said something about Adidas. That's right, thank you. I knew what he said. I can say whatever I want to say about Jewish people and Adidas still ain't gonna let me go. They still ain't gonna fire me. Right. And then he made he made some other comments. On the shop, but that's not anti-Semitic, right? Right, exactly. Oh. It's not okay. Well, Adidas is a German company. Yeah, and Adidas, and the reason why he said that is because Adidas was founded and in the Nazi Party. So that's okay. why he so said they're not going to so, drop so, him. So that's my point. So it's all tied together, though. Whether or not it, you can, you can. But that's not anti-Semitic. It would be. Who was hurt by that comment? Who was hurt by that comment? I didn't, didn't say anybody did. was hurt by it. That's what I'm saying. I'm just telling you, for, I'm just telling you for, what it would be considered. For someone to say something anti, it would have to, someone would have to be hurt by this. Someone would have to be offended so somebody, by this. So somebody, you were offended. So some, well, well, okay, wait a minute now. Don't use that as the, that because well, somebody, okay. somebody could easily be offended. Be, A yeah, Jewish person could easily be offended. No, but they could yeah. easily be offended by that. If they know the history, just like you said, if they know mm-hmm. that Adidas is a German company and they were founded by Nazis and he says, shit, they not going to let me go. They definitely not going to let me go. I would be offended if I was Jewish and I but knew the history. What? Would you, that, would you that not? Hurt you? That hurt you? Did that hurt if you? If I was Jewish, I, it would. It, it would hurt you? It would hurt you? How would it it's hurt possible. you? It's no, How would it hurt you? Listen. So if somebody hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. No, I'm just I said I would have hurt you. I said if I was Jewish, it possibly could. Okay, but I'm just saying it possibly could. So how could it possibly hurt you? So I'm just saying, I'm just asking the question. Because you, you? you're because you're basically saying you're throwing in my face the fact that this company will not release me because they used to kill and persecute my people. So they're okay. not gonna do it. So, so I'm just telling you, you that's how I, it could. <laughs> okay. Okay. Because I'm just thinking about all the motherfucking things that these white people do to us and that that really does hurt us and ain't nothing happened to them. Nothing. Oh, you know, I, you got I, white, I, kids, I, you I, got I, white I, kids in Utah. You got white kids in Utah that went blackface this weekend wearing jail clothes and shit. Okay? Okay, this I'm offended weekend. by that too. I am offended by that, but here's the thing though. That shit ain't even the fucking news like this. That, okay, ain't, even hurt, and, that ain't hurting up you, people like this. That ain't and, hurting and, black people like that. Okay, you're right. So I actually and, thought you were going somewhere else with your last comment, to which I'm going to agree with with, with the white mm-hmm. people comment. And 
here's my wondering about this. I can't begin to say whether somebody's offended by somebody else's comment. I just don't have that type of superpower. (laughs) But what, what I am curious about is why now, right? Right. Why, why is it that it's those statements that companies, corporations, sponsors say, okay, now you've gone too far. Because right. if we're being honest, Kanye has been uber disrespectful to the black community for quite Facts. some time. That's why I mean, G don't like him. He has the right. So we've been trying to sell him for a Walmart gift card for a while. <laughs> right? Nah. Him, Herschel, uh, yeah. Clarence Thomas, right? So my wonder is why this is just the the thing that I'm curious about. Why didn't Adidas meet and say, you know, we're probably going to end this partnership when he says slavery was a choice or why, Mm -hmm. why we should probably end this partnership when he said, you know, George Floyd was killed, you know, because he was on drugs and not from the knee on his neck Mm -hmm. or, uh, you know, or let's just be honest when he was publicly threatening his ex-wife's boyfriend and creating right. videos and montages of him killing him. Right. Like at what point was his behavior? So was all that behavior acceptable? And then no. this, this was the solitary behavior that was like, yeah, okay. I'm not going to be, we, this, we can't do it. Or mm-hmm. is it a coma? Cause what it feels like to me is, Oh, he can do any of this shit so long as he don't do nothing to Jewish people. And I'm not mm-hmm. advocating yep. that anything happens to Jewish people, right? I think they have their own oppression and, and their right to be protective of that. My my pushback isn't against the Jewish the Jewish people, right? My mm-hmm. pushback is against corporations that make decisions on when their when their lines get drawn. Because right. when you draw those lines in the sand, it makes it clear what you value and what you don't value. Right. So that's my wonder about it. So, so Dandridge, you're right. Oh wait, can you can you say that again? Oh, no, don't worry. No, because yeah, you are you're right. However, that's what was coming afterwards. So yeah, you you can get the rest of it. <laughs> the difference in what you're saying to to me is when he made those statements, all of the Jewish and not I'm I'm I can't speak for every single body, but all, but most. Jewish people were in an uproar, right? And they all banded and stuck together and said that this is unacceptable. When he says slavery was a choice, white lives matter, we still fucking go out and buy Yeezys because we say, I don't give a damn about what he said. I'm going to keep buying them Yeezys. I don't care about so and so. And I'm not. I've heard this. No, that shit bothers me. That shit bothers me. Yeah, I've heard this surface argument before. So okay. this, and this this is yep. not anti-Semitic. What I'm getting ready to say, this is just facts. I, I've heard this, and this this is a frustrating argument to me. Mm-hmm. The difference is we can be outraged as a people, but what we don't have in the Jewish community has it is yes. social, economic, and political um, yes. clout to make things happen. Facts. No, that's the difference. So we yes. can all say, oh, we're not about to go out and buy Yeezys and boycott Yeezys, right? 
But we don't have any, literally, we have no social, economic, political clout to make things happen in the way in which they do. So when you think about situations and the people that are making those situations, most often than not, they're Jewish people. Yes. When you think of the heads of media, when you think of the heads of all the entertainment, this stuff is run by Jewish individuals. And that's not a shot at them. That's exactly. just that that's the way it is, right? Jay put it on his album. You wanna know why Jewish people own all the goddamn property? But he got pushback for it. But he said, yep. Where's the lie? Right. right. Where's the lie? Right. I'm trying exactly. to give y'all a game. So we don't have the social, political, economic bandwidth to be able to affect change in the way that they're they do. Yes. They're a force. Yes. So we can't even make our difference. president do shit. Okay, yeah, sorry, that, that's the difference. So that, that argument is, oh, we didn't do anything is a shallow one because we're limited okay. in what we could do because we don't control shit. Facts. Right. We couldn't even boycott fucking Gucci. It did nothing. We couldn't boycott the NFL. It did nothing. We don't have, number one, we don't even have a motherfucking leadership ability right now. In the 60s and 70s, you had Martin Luther King. You had... Jesse Jackson, yeah, Prince, we didn't boycott. We didn't boycott nigga. Gucci though. We did. We, I'm saying we supposed to. Still, Hold on, nigga. I know they, what I'm saying. We didn't have they a were still buying Gucci. But you didn't hear what I just said because there is no leadership and no congruency. We didn't stick together like when they boycotted the the, uh, the bus drivers in Memphis, Tennessee. We didn't stick so we together and stop that I'm shit. Saying, so what I'm so saying I'm is, saying the so same saying thing. even when we said it was a boycott, we said it was a boycott. No one boycotted Gucci. No one boycotted the NFL. We don't have any any socioeconomical power because we don't have it. We don't have it. It's not even a, we don't we don't control shit. We don't control nothing. So we had what so do we to, what do we control, so I, G? So hold up though. So hold up though, because you just made two. So, hold up. Wait a minute. So we had that power when we did boycott the buses. Yes, we had that power because we how had did support. We had that power freeze. We had the support. We no, were putting. I, it, I'm gonna tell you. I'm gonna tell you how we had that power. Who put in the money for the for the uh, civil rights movement? Black entertainers, Sidney Poitier, Harry Belafonte, Dick Gregory, all of them were pouring money into the uh, into SNCC, into NAACP, into um, mm-hmm. what's the other one he had? Dr. Mother, I can't mm-hmm. think. But that's what they poured money into. Mm-hmm. We don't have anybody pouring money into this organization. But now. why not? Because we don't have why an or- because we don't have an organization that's worth it. Because think about Black Lives Matters. You look at all the Black Lives Matter people, they done came up and forgot the cause. And that's what's so been happening. Fault, so who so whose fault is that? So I here's what I would that, say. I can't answer. No, here here's what I would say. I, I think I understand what Freeze's point is. Where we're disadvantaged at as a people is we got so many balls in the air that we're trying to fight. So you right. do have black folk trying to deal with causes, but think about it, right? You got Jay over here trying to deal with criminal reform. You got this person over here trying to deal with education. You got this person over here trying to deal with um, poverty. You got that, right? So we are all these balls in the air. Back in the 60s, we had one single solitary goal, and that was equal rights. Yep. And how do we achieve equal rights? And yes, I agree. We the black the black dollar is powerful and mighty. Yes, but we don't. It's, use it. it's, it's powerful and mighty, 
but we we haven't been able to corral around it because it's so much shit going on. Have you ever been in a situation where everything is haywire? You just don't even know where right. to start. Right. But it's yes. like, oh shit, yes. the house on fire and the plane just crashed in the backyard. Oh god, it's a camel running down the street. Like you don't even know where to start because right. you got so much stuff, and it's it's all by design. None of right. this is by accident. It this is mm-hmm. all by design that we have to fight all of these different fashions of life to just make it because if we can if, if we were able to band together and focus on one thing we would be able to solve it but it's mm-hmm. all it's all by design that we got to figure out criminal justice and we got to figure out the education system then we got to figure out preschool then we got to figure out child care like we don't even got to figure out how to get a living wage so when you think about it it's like well damn i can't take off time from work to go and protest this because if i don't work i ain't gonna get paid yeah so, but in the 60s, right, you had scenarios where many women were staying at home and those husbands were able to, that takes me back to the point I made earlier. You had single household incomes that were sustainable. We don't have that. You you, you just don't have that in the community and where we live in. Mm-hmm. So, I yes, I'm sure that there are a lot of causes that the Jewish community deal with and tackle on a day-to-day basis. I understand that to be true. I can tell you that it's not probably anywhere close to what we have to deal with in the African-American community. So it allows them to unite and surround around issues and deal with them head on as a force. They're a force. Mm-hmm. And that's the not thing that I'm sa- from them. The only thing that I'm saying is that they did indeed unite. And they typically but- do. But, but like, it's not. No, said, they didn't. They, no, yes. they didn't unite. I'm. I'm. I'm gonna. That they didn't unite. They used their power to get what they wanted. Right. Right. So exactly. we can okay. unite all. We can unite all day long. You see Byron Allen um around here. He's literally suing all these companies just to get yeah. access. Yep. And, and like literally, he's like, "Well, fuck y'all, just not gonna give it to me. Y'all not." So I tried to go about it the right way, and y'all giving me pennies. But I'm watching you give all these other people that are less qualified than yes. me rolling up the Brinks truck to them. Okay, I'm gonna sue you. It's a fight. So you think he can turn around and then also be like, "Well, I'm gonna help come and deal with you know voter protection." He ain't got time to deal with that. I, I, he gotta but, he gotta figure out not, the other shit. Right. No, but that's all of that is that right. When you don't, when you're, when you don't have your faction split the way that the black community does, you can yes. focus and unite and, yes. and make some shit happen in a day. Yes. All of that is you correct on all of that. I'm just still saying, if a motherfucker tells me, if he says out loud that slavery was a choice and some of this other shit that he has said, I have enough damn sense that I will not, I will no longer. Go and you wear a white lives matter shirt. I'm not buying no more of your shit. I'm not saying I didn't buy it at first, but I'm not buying some. I'm not buying anything else of that, right? And all I'm saying is, socioeconomic. Take that out the equation. I'm saying but you can't though. That you really can't. Well, well, hold up. Just just listen to me. Listen to me. What I am saying though is, if a Jewish individual who was famous made a statement. That said the Holocaust was an option. Something of that nature. 85% of Jewish people would no longer fuck with him. That don't have, I'm not talking about how much money they make, whether or not they control stuff. 
I'm just telling you the majority of those people would no longer fuck with him. And I'm Agreed, saying but you know what? They our- would never say that because the the simple fact is they're not number one. I'm not blaming on his bipolarism, but they're not bipolars. Number two, I got that. They, they, when you're he could be he he could be Jew. It, so let's say the Jewish individual is bipolar. Let's just say he kind turn. Let's turn Kanye into a Jewish person. Mm-hmm. I'm still telling you that they would say he needs help, but I'm no longer fucking with him. And I'm saying nah. that as black individuals, we say he needs help. And not all of us. That's not, I'm just I'm not painting the brush. Straight. But I I literally heard on the radio station here where they they ask people, "Would you still are you still gonna buy Yeezys after he wore a White Lives Matter shirt and said that?" And they like ain't got shit to do with me. Like yeah, I'm still gonna go buy them. Yeah, I'm still gonna go do that. But that does it has a lot to do with you because this is an influential African American in a space who is saying these things. And if you continue to support that individual, then I mean, whatever shit out. Well, I'm going to say it like this. We we can move on. Here's the reason. Here's the reason why that's different because here's the thing, the Jewish people, just like the Italian people, they go and talk behind closed doors. They're not going to publicly come out and denounce them. They're going to talk behind closed doors and they're going to rectify the situation. That's the problem with, our community. We don't talk shit behind closed doors and rectify nothing. All we do is go to the media. Like, for example, when Puffy was trying to talk to Yeezy, what did he do? He put the motherfucker on social media to show you what he's doing. No. You were supposed to go to his house whenever Jewish people, like, Jewish people used to be in the mafia, too. Don't Let's, let's not forget oh, this. Oh, yeah, thing. yes. Okay? That's true. What they did was they gave, you had a sit down, and they talked to each other, and they said, look, you said some bullshit the other day about our people, and this is what we need better to keep going. We're, this is our solution to this shit, and you're going to go out there and apologize that shit, or you're going to sleep with the fishes. That's how they got down in. The problem is we don't have people that's going to get down like that. We don't have anybody that's going to go to your crib and be like, look, Kanye, you said some bullshit about these black people. You're going to apologize that shit because nothing's going to stop fucking business. That's the name of the game business we don't have business to even he's doing an apology tour now because what you learn and what he's gonna right. learn bipolar or no bipolar they gonna kill you and count that's you, right you gonna get killed and count whether you like it mm-hmm. or not that's just the yep. nature of the beast i'm reminded i remember it like yesterday when they came down on kevin hart for telling a bad joke yep. two years ago and he was like oh i'm not apologizing i've evolved yep, as a man LGBTQ. you're not getting an apology for me and I said, oh, they gonna, I said, they're going to call him. They're going to kill him and count. And the yep. next day, he was bending the knee. I'm so sorry right, for all right. those that I've offended. Because, again, when you don't have economic, social, political power, you're always beholden to someone else. Right. Because think about it. There are plenty of folk who are like, I ain't apologizing. Fuck y'all. Yep. Elon Musk ain't apologizing to nobody for nothing. Yep. Nothing. And they ain't got to. Ain't he don't to. have to. And you ain't the gonna only, say shit to him. There's only one black guy who's not apologizing right now, and that's Dave Chappelle. He is the only person that ain't apologized to the LGBTQ community because he it's, pulled it's out the sure. hypocrisy. He, he, pulled, he showed them their hypocrisy. That's the only one who ain't done it. The only one. But yeah, yeah, everybody but else, if the I person signed your check, if the person signed your check, because like everybody said, oh, Oprah's rich. No, no, the nigga that signs Oprah's check is rich, richer. 
You know what I'm saying? The nigga, Dave, like Kevin Hart was rich, but the motherfucker that signed his check was richer. That's why he had to bend the knee. You know what I'm saying? You can yeah, that, that's wealthy. what Chris Rock say. He say yeah. Shaq is rich. Yeah, for sure. I get it. Right. I'm not yep. disagreeing with you, but <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I I just think that oftentimes we we settle with these surface answers and these surface responses. Like, oh, look what the Jewish community did. Shit, the Jewish community ain't fighting 15 fires. Yeah. Like, you know, what I'm saying? they. We, we they the police killing us we killing like any 15 fires happening in the jewish community and again i i this ain't about the jewish community my take is really always about the corporations so all the kanye been doing all this shit publicly i thought when he was threatening his wife and her boyfriend that that was that went way too far nobody thought like i'm like this is dangerous and i felt for her in that moment, the way he was carrying on, that felt very domestic violence to me. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. that wasn't enough. So the line didn't get dr- crossed until people in power decided that the line got crossed. Yeah. And that's the point that I think we need to be making. Not what black folks yeah. did, not what Jewish folks. Like, no. It's, again, no matter how much you think we can control, think about who made the decisions and when they made the decisions and why they made the decision. That's the thing that's important to me. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, it, it the, the people in power making the decisions is the whole point that I'm trying to make in terms when I say you have to read the room. Like, I, well, it doesn't mean that it's right, but that's who's in power. If somebody white was in power, somebody black was in power, and you said certain things, then nine times out of ten, you're going to have similar results. So that's why I said you need to, in, in Kyrie's case, I'm not saying that anything that he said or him posting that was that he was in agreement with it or anything. All I'm saying is in lieu of what is currently happening, him posting that right now was not the smartest decision. That's all. Don't mean that he can't sit down and tell his boys, hey, that movie, I, I agree with what they saying on there, but don't put it on social media. It just yeah, ain't you. It's it's not necessary, though. Know? It caught. It what I'm saying sucks, is, though. Angelo. It just sucks. It's gonna, it just sucks it just, it's gonna cause you. It's gonna cause you more harm than it is good. Like so, but why? But it just sucks though because it was nothing derogatory about that. That's the thing that pisses me off the most. It did not hurt anyone about that. It didn't hurt anyone. It didn't hurt him. No one, you know what I'm saying? And I'm not trying, matter of fact, let me break, let me bring it back because I can't, I can't say what hurts people because I like, like, like Dan just said, I don't have that superpower. But what I'm saying is he did not defame anyone by, po- by reposting a video that's on Amazon Prime. No one's boycotting Amazon Prime to take it off. That's my problem. If there's a legit problem with that that movie being on Amazon Prime, why not boycott and have it taken off of there? I, but I don't think that's what the issue is because there's a bunch of stuff on Amazon Prime that people well, would probably say shouldn't be on I'm there. That has, no, that, has, that has nothing to do with, with, with race. It could be sexual in nature or anything of that. But yeah, what but I, I'm so, saying, so, if, it was, if it's so anti-Semitic, if this movie is so anti-Semitic, they should be boycotting Amazon Prime, the Amazon to get it off. If it's that offensive to you, you should be boycotting Amazon Prime, not Kyrie, for sharing it. Well, it looks like Kyrie uh, is going to have a new coach that can deal with this come next season. Um, come this all, season? 
Oh, come this season, yeah. This season, all he... things, all things work out. Um, maybe we haven't seen the last of Mr. Udoka. It word on the street is he's about to be the new Nets coach after Boston put him on a what is it, years long leave of absence? Yeah. Suspension. Suspension. Suspension, Suspension after uh um I, the only thing I can come up with, this is going to continue my theme, is that Yudoka got in bed literally and figuratively with somebody who knew somebody that was in power. That's mm-hmm. the only thing that makes this make sense, that she was connected to somebody who was connected and they had to send a message. That's all that makes sense to me. But Dandridge. Yes. We we both work in a in a HR uh space or have at some point in time. And you know just like I do that if you were to have a sexual relationship with a subordinate, somebody who reports to you and takes care of you, that you would be fired if you didn't report it. At least I can tell you that's how things worked at my former place of business which was the fortune 500 company so i don't disagree I, I with you so then why didn't they fight why didn't they fire him see i i think they wanted to embarrass him i think exactly. this was way more okay. yes yeah this was okay. way more than because again i don't disagree you also could have dealt with this internally right and not made it a public spectacle to try to root this my opinion someone yep. who dealt with very high stakes confidential investigations and foolishness mm-hmm. there's ways to do this and to preserve people and allow them to move on and move on gracefully even though you separate from them they didn't want that, to happen. They, didn't want that to happen no they, they didn't want a black black man and a white woman like that's the end of discussion what do we talk we know better i mean they yeah, wanted so- to make they so again yes he probably should have reported the incident right so again we're t- all these balls in there, literally. I guess at <laughs> right. this point, he sh- probably should have reported the incident. But you're not going to tell me that this is the first time that the Celtics have experienced a a coach, staff, or player like relationship. It's just not Agreed. true. Mm-hmm. It's not true. They wanted to embarrass him. They mm-hmm. set out to embarrass him because somebody got their feelings hurt. That knows yep. somebody. Yep. This is all because this is all about putting him out there. But they, what you noticed that they didn't do, they didn't reveal who the person was. Nope. They kept them very close to chest, secret, yep. mm-hmm. and and pre- and let that person be preserved in the process. Yep. And you, yep. you 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 gotta realize and understand that that's not how things normally go when you're doing these types of investigations. This was as abnormal as they come. Fact. First of all, if you're going to suspend somebody, you might suspend them for a couple games. But if you, by the time you suspend somebody for the whole year, you might as well just fire them. Yep, and great. And you know, like like Stephen A. said, it true. This the 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 details about this suspension should have never come to light. It should have been internal. It should have been okay. He's you know he's we suspend him for undisclosed reasons or whatnot. But the person who reported it wanted to embarrass and hurt Udoka, which yep. the person that I think brought it to light was probably the husband, the yep. husband of the wife 
because he like, no, this nigger can't get away with this. Yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to hurt him. I'm going to hurt him. That's why I am so ecstatic that he's going to get a job with the Brooklyn Nets because you, you know what I'm saying? Cause you could have done it a better way and you got to understand the other, the other side of the game. Like my man said, your bitch chose me like go. He said, <laughs> I mean, all of, all of this is accurate. Everything you all are saying is accurate. I just have a problem because the narrative for African-American men in a, in corporate America and uh, business is that yeah. we can't keep our shit in our pants. All right. Yeah. That yeah. sex yeah. rules everything we can have. We can be leading anything, but if you put some pussy in our face, then we can't fucking function. And he yeah. just proved that. Yes, they put some pussy in his face and he couldn't function. So I don't have, like, I'm just telling you, like, I should it have played out that way. Absolutely not. It should not have. Did they embarrass him on purpose? Yes. Should they have? No. But should he have fucking known better because he was in that situation and who he is? Absolutely yes. So I don't feel sorry for this motherfucker. I don't. First of all, I don't feel sorry for millionaires. No damn way. I'm just gonna be honest right. with you. Fuck that. <laughs> but you're what a million. You're a millionaire. No, I'm not. I'm a. Hey, have a baby by me. Be a thousandaire. Have a baby by me. <laughs> Be a thousandaire. Shit. I feel no you. No millionaire man. here. That's all I'm saying. Like I, oh, I, yeah. I, I mean, I know no we problem. talked. We talked about this on an early podcast. Shameless plug. <laughs> and I, I agree. When black people, black men in general, they don't let that many of us in these spaces, yeah. and you have to be like Obama. You do. Yeah. Because yeah. unfortunately, or for whatever it is. We represent each other. That's 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 how this plays out. And my heart goes out to him. I like that he's getting a second chance. I think he I'm should happy be he's getting a second chance. I, I do think yeah. that he's he should be redeemed in that space, right? Because people were saying he'll never coach again, mm -hmm. but he should be able to, right? We we have all kinds of foolishness happening in the coaching ranks, and they get to come back and Man. and continue this their their coaching circle. So. I'm, I'm happy for him. I'm pulling for him. I'm probably not going to watch none of their games because, I don't know, he got to deal with Kyrie running around with Sage and shit. So, <laughs> I mean, it's going to be a weird season. But good luck to him. For sure, for sure. But, yeah, G, you you 100%. We, we as black men. But that's the thing I hate the most is the fact that we have to play. We have to play the, their rules. And our own rules at the same time. I just, I, I dislike it, but it is what it is. But man, you we can't ran fall over for the, uh, Yeah, crazy. you can't fall for the banana in the tailpipe. Like it's like, nah. ah, yeah, that's all. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway. And it's just like, and look, just like you said, you can't fall for banana in the tailpipe because we, we try to play the rules that they gave us, but then we have that second set of rules, the unwritten rule that we, you, hey, you can play like this, but you can't play like that. I know I've done it. But my skin tone is not the same as yours. That's just that's how it is. I just I, I just always fall back on this, and I maybe I shouldn't, but like this kind of just how I go through life. Like I said before, like I'm, well, I I've made this statement on several occasions on on the show. It's just like when you grow up and they tell you if you're gonna go play that all white team with the all white referees. Oh yeah. To win yeah. by two. You have to be 35 points better to win by two. That's true. Right? Yeah. And I that's just how I that's how I approach life. Like I I don't expect for you to give me anything. I know that if I make it to a certain spot, a certain point in life, mm -hmm. that there are gonna be people who don't want me there. 
and want to knock me down. Mm-hmm. So I'm not going to give you the opportunity to do that. Now, hey, does that mean that I, hey, watch the y'all like this. Does that mean that I might not partake in a freaky dicky sex show somewhere? I mean, yes, but it might be in Mexico where nobody <laughs> will know anything about it. Did somebody say something about Mexico? I mean, I am just saying it will not be with the staffer who works for me. I mean, I'm just that's all I'm that's all I'm saying. I'm saying it was it was a thousand white women in Boston. He's in Boston for Christ's sake. Ten thousand white women. You already over there. He, know that would have gladly they would have they would have loved him some Emmy Udoka. Like I I just don't get it. That's all I'm saying. Like so, that's but I'm happy he got another chance. I'm happy he got another chance. I really am. But. <laughs> I don't have my little fiddle out, my little my violin. I'm not playing my violin. I'm but not you playing. already know, G. Men cheat in a pro- in a proximity. That's what they that's what they treat. They they cheat what's close to them. They don't go out and do the elaborate cheating that women do. Okay, you know, men cheat. Oh what's close my. To them. Okay, this this that's for the next show. <laughs> next show, busting the cheating myths of men versus women. Man, you know what? Tell them where they can find us at, man. Because you about to start now. Tell them where they can find us at. Uh-uh. Hey, 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 Dandridge. Ne- no, Dandridge. next show. Dandridge, no, listen, listen, listen. <laughs> Everybody, be on the lookout for my new book, Women, Elaborate Cheaters. <laughs> Free. Oh, yo, y'all no. can find us there. Y'all can find us at Talk That Shit with three H's at Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. And if you look on or listen to us on Spotify, go and check the uh the uh, multiple choice survey that we have up there so we can get some feedback from you. All right. <laughs> Anything else to say, Dad, besides end of the show? <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm going to be defending my women on the next show. I'm going to tell you that right now. <laughs> G? Like I said, you'll be able to find it in B. Dalton. Uh, Borders. <laughs> yes. I, ha- I will have audio books. I definitely going to have Freeze will be reading the audio books. So. <laughs> So that's that's who will be the narrator. Oh, Women. Like you gotta say it like this too. Women. Dramatic pause. Elaborate cheaters. <laughs> you so, like you're such an ass. Daddy. I'll see y'all next week. Such an ass. <laughs> next on Jerry Springer. <laughs> oh, man.